0: face
1: (laughs) (laughs) i've fucking been checking on here and and when you're talking i'm like i've got the male equivalent of a resting bitch face that is for sure (laughs) welcome to episode 12 i think of the aligned podcast um this is a podcast created for anybody who wants to create a better life for themselves their family and the people around them we are having conversations about personal development and our failures and lessons through our own personal development journey. How are you doing, Tom? I'm goodly. How are you, mate? I'm very good, mate, yeah. We've
0: been having some really good feedback on the show, by the way. Yeah? Some great people just popping into a uh, text message, um, a couple of patients just coming into the practice. You started listening, which was really cool. Yeah. And you put that nice review. Someone put a nice review on it. Yeah, yeah. Was Liam, who is an awesome dude from, from Bristol. So... I'd like to encourage anybody if you, if you want to put a review in, we'd really appreciate a couple more five star reviews uh, and share this show. It, it is growing really quite rapidly, which is brilliant. Yeah, it's, see.
1: it's definitely growing. And um, yes, reviews the best place for reviews is Apple Podcasts. We've actually, in the last week, just gone onto a load more platforms. And I've noticed in the stats that some of you are listening on the other platforms. So thank you for that. Um, but yeah, reviews on Apple Podcasts really helps us grow. And um, just five-star reviews on Spotify would be awesome. And on YouTube, the best thing to do is just subscribe. So thank you.
0: I mentioned it to you the other day, A really cool. So there's a listener who's, who listens to this show. He's a patient of mine. Uh, he studied care recently, and it's going to be in the topic we're going to talk about today. But uh, coming in with some discomfort, and he notices after a couple of adjustments that his health anxiety completely changes, mm. which is a great thing of its own. And I'm not here to talk about his, his, his care in that case. But he came in the other day and he said, you've got to stop doing what you're doing because... I um I just listened to your podcast or started listening to your podcast and I went into work today and I went straight to my boss and asked him about progression at work and management roles and just creating a better life for him and his work environment and his health. And that was such great because, you know, sometimes we do need some validation. It was such great validation for mm-hmm. what we do. Um, yes. and it's so good to hear. And the guy I know I know he's listening, I won't say his name, but um, I'm really I'm really proud of everything you've achieved and it's great to know that, that we are having that effect on people so please if you know someone share the show because you know we never know how far reaching what we do has
1: yeah that is absolutely amazing to know that we're uh, affecting people in that way so yeah well done to that guy and keep going um we are also starting a new segment on the show which I'll just mention quickly which is Q&As so you can do these Q&As either in the comments, you can drop your questions in the comments on YouTube or on my story. I'm going to share Ask Me Anythings regularly. So follow me at Abandon Average on Instagram. And you are
0: Dr. Tom Waller
1: at Dr. Tom Waller. So, yeah, if you follow us there, you can ask us questions there on any comments or drop them in the comments on YouTube. So, yeah. Can they literally ask anything or we? Uh, you can ask absolutely anything.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I'm excited for where that might absolutely go. Absolutely <laughs> anything. Business,
1: personal development, Um Any topic you want and we will cover it.
0: So you got a question recently, didn't you?
1: Yeah. So uh, I was speaking to someone and they just asked if we could cover the topic of anxiety. Um, So we've not done any prep, but uh, it's definitely something that I've dealt with in the past. Um, For me, social anxiety uh, was the main thing what about you have you dealt with anxiety mass yeah. massively yeah like i just said
0: to you today i I'm mean i'm having an anxious day today yeah uh i, I, I walked in here and said, dude i'm on the back foot today um and quite often people see us or they might be listening to the show we just mentioned this now like we are ordinary people and we are you know going about our ordinary lives and, and and trying to make them extraordinary and anxiety is something that creeps up so often so today my morning routine was a little bit off um I kind of jumped into the wrong bit of work first, then ended up on somebody else's agenda, and now I'm anxious to get back on my agenda before the day runs away with me. I'm not even, I don't normally check my emails before midday on my days off, but I know there's a couple of pertinent ones waiting for me there, and I probably should have knocked them on the head straight away. Mm. Um, But typically, for me, social anxiety is the thing. Mm. Like, it's the thing, and it still cripples me at big conferences and events. People won't see it. Yeah. Um, but I'll, I'll happily go into explaining that. But yeah, social anxiety for me is something that uh, really
1: yeah. does affect me. That's quite funny, considering that most conference and events is you're on stage.
0: I know. <laughs> I know, which makes it doubly hard. <laughs>
1: um, but yes, social anxiety for me um, is not anywhere near what it used to be. But that is because of 10 years of work on it. Yeah, literally 10 years of work on it um but I used to have chronic blushing um which w- was crippling like it would it would affect my life all the time so this was before I was self-employed this was when I was working a job uh, if ever my manager came up and spoke to me or somebody who was higher up than me in the business or if somebody was in amazing shape and they used to come up and talk to me I would just go bright red mm. not just my face my neck my arms my hands it was like the most intense form of blushing that you've ever seen and I keep mentioning Catherine in these video yeah. in these podcasts but Catherine my EFT therapist we worked on it not for long um the blushing part yeah. and we did some visualizations and some memory work and things and and I got past it quite rapidly um i say quite rapidly a year or so
0: i remember when we first met i remember you talking about that yeah yeah
1: Yeah. and um her helping me deal with that is the reason i continue to work with her on every area of my life because the the results and like the transformation from that was just phenomenal like it was ruining my life Mm -hmm. Uh, if if uh when i was single if if a good looking woman came and spoke to me boom bright red (sighs) I used to. That's i was so
0: tough in it, dude. Fucking
1: hell, it was like ruining my life. And I was—I used to work in this massive warehouse, not warehouse, but this massive repair center fixing laptops. And there was toilets in there, and <laughs> someone had drawn. Everyone knew that I drew, so when yeah. I'd, I'd always be like sketching and drawing and stuff, and someone had drawn a cartoon in the toilet on the wall of one of the managers fucking one of the other managers, these two blokes, and and they pulled everybody into the middle. <laughs> and there was 300 people all stood around this manager and he was saying, somebody's drawn this in the toilet. And everybody knew what it was, everybody had seen it. And he was like, somebody's drawn this in the toilet, we're gonna find out who it was. And I just went, it wasn't me. Yeah. And I just went boom, bright red in front of 300 people. And I was just stood there thinking, fuck, it wasn't <laughs> me. It wasn't me. And, it, and I was, and I swear to God, to this day, it was not me. And I just thought, fuck, everybody thinks it's me.
0: Dude, do you know what's quite funny? Like, I'm just thinking there, like similar situations. And I, that where I would get anxious, I can't hide in a group. When I was young, bright red hair, the big chap in the room, I like, I got nowhere to hide. Like, I'm the guy getting in trouble all, all the time. Um, anxiety, is it is a funny one. And so I think... A lot of people do struggle with social anxiety. And I think, I just wrote it down there, and I'd like to build up to this and not necessarily answer it straight away, but mm. I just want to drop the seed. I think the ultimate answer is you're anxious because you're not as good as the person you think you could be. Mm. Well, you just said there, like if, a, if, a, if a, like an athletic person came up to speak yeah. to you, yeah. it's because you're feeling, you you feel almost slightly inferior to that person. The gap, yeah, and
1: well, between where you want to be
0: exactly and where you are, yeah. And would anxiety completely go if you really did own and become the person that, you, or you filled that gap, you became the person that you thought you could be. Um, but for me, social, social anxiety is, like, I really struggle um, one-on-one in small groups. Yeah. I really struggle in small groups, and I think it comes from being young. Where I was just that kind of guy on the fringe of a of a group of people, and trying to just get myself in there, and yeah. feeling like at any moment I could be kicked out of this group and my yeah. social network could be dropped. And I think one of the reasons I got in so much trouble when I was young is because I just did the things that no one else did to try and keep the attention to yeah. stay within that group. I, I was
1: guilty of that, mate. I did that as well.
0: Yeah, and um, I really struggle. And you said like the conferences now. You go to these conferences. And it's the breakouts I really, I really struggle. Like I've just been on the stage and I can do one to many. I have no issue with at all. Like Mm. the bigger, the, the bigger the crowd, the easier it is for me. But when it then goes into these smaller groups and conversations and turning around the next conversation, I am super anxious. And Sarah will attest to this. Like She cannot really bear to be around me before I'm about to do a talk. And when we go to these conferences, I am working myself up in the room before we go out into the foyer where people are having the coffees and everything before i'm like game face on let's go yeah and it's it's an effort and i'm wiped after those days
1: yeah so So it still hits me i think what to take from that then is everybody's social anxiety is different Mm. so social anxiety is not just social anxiety social anxiety can be one thing for one person, another thing for another. So for me, one-on-one speaking to people is easy. Like yeah. that's where I'm I'm best, but it's when I've got a lot of attention on me that I start to think, ooh, yeah. oh, I used to. And like you say, that gap between where you want to be and where you are, the reason the the, the anxiety is so much less now is because that gap is a lot smaller. It. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And
0: it, one of the things I work with chiropractors with is, is in those one-on-one appointments, because I found them so difficult... He's creating sort of scripts and real procedures to follow while I'm in there, yeah. and people say, "Oh, you, you shouldn't be scripting things because everyone's an individual." I say oh, that's bullshit. Like you need to know where you're going in that conversation if you are slightly anxious. Yeah. So they're like, "How can you finish that new patient shot short space of time?" Because I know where I'm going.
1: Yeah, um, and it's not like every word you're saying is from a script. No, it's like recording a video. Yeah. If I sat down to record a video for Blitz or whatever, um and I didn't have any idea what I was going to say, I'd ramble and the editing would take me forever. Yeah. Now, I don't have every single word scripted out, but I have an outline you know of what I want to start with, what I want to say, the conclusion, the call to action, how it's going to go through. And that's just like your scripts. So
0: last night, it was I did a talk to a Swedish group last night, and um, I emailed the girl yesterday afternoon who was organizing. It was like, what do you want me to talk about? And I didn't get the email back. So just before the call, I'm like, uh, I text the other person who was organizing. It's like, what do we want me to talk about? And then she said something. So I gave my talk last night and I spoke to one of my coaching clients this morning who was on the call and he said, You you, you did a really good call last night, but I could tell that I could tell it was your go-to one. It's like, dude, yeah, because like straight before I didn't know. Mm. But even talks I have yeah. in my back pocket yeah, that I can a, pull out because yeah, yeah. you sometimes find yourself in those situations that you know on the back foot. So preparation, I suppose that links right back into preparation. Script is nothing more than preparation. Yeah. Which yeah. is building you up to be a better version of you if you are prepared take it all the way back to business like how can you be a successful business through a volatile time it's with preparation knowing where you're going yeah so i think that this is all stuff that's building in as we discuss now it's that that shortening of that gap
1: i used to find when i struggled with anxiety it was the build-up in my mind not the actual situation So, for example, if I was going out, even to like dinner with a load of people, or if I was going out on a night out, which I used to do a lot more than I do now, building up to it, getting dressed, I'd be anxious, I'd be worried, I'd be like sweating. And and then I'd be panicking, 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 worrying, worrying, worrying. And then as soon as I got there, I'd be fine. Yeah. And I was in a social situation. and. The weird thing about it is is I'm good in social situations if i'm I can talk shit to anybody, like I can just go to somewhere, I can sit and talk and blah 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 um and How to Win Friends and Influence people' is a really good book if you want it.
0: such a good book, yeah, and actually,
1: from a speaking point of view yeah. the stage like yeah. you make the talk about the audience, yeah, so I can talk to people, but that build up to it was like. Terrifying, not terr it's like menacing. Mm. I- I'd be so panicky. You see about a lot it. of
0: people do that though, don't they? Like, they're getting ready routine before they go out. It's yeah. like, this item of clothing, that item of clothing, yeah. like this item of clothing, that item of clothing. Put that music on to G me up, like, maybe have a little bit of a drink to get me going. Yeah, I can't remember when was the last time you went out. I can't oh, remember God. the last
1: time I went out. No idea.
0: And I have no intention of doing it. Just <clears throat> not in my mind.
1: Um, actually, I do know the last time I went out. It was last November for a, for a friend's birthday. Yeah, because and and when you do the work and when you work on things, and I'm no way no by no means perfect in any way, but I have done a lot of work on myself. And like you just said, going out, I used to be like, "What, what about this? What about that? Should I wear this? Should I wear that?" Now I'm like, same clothes.
0: Yeah,
1: always the same clothes. If I'm going out. I might put a pair of jeans on instead of my uh, cargo trousers that I wear every yeah. single day. And then I'm like, boom, same black T-shirt. Doom, I mean,
0: simple things like that remove anxiety, don't they? Yeah. like, like Jeans and black T-shirt for yeah. me. Yeah. My own hoodie today. Um, Spanish. Spanish. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've got my eye on, mate, on it, mate. But I, I, was, I was just, um, I've done an order, on its way. Um, I was just uh, writing, as you said there, it's the same with sports. Like a lot of people get that, like the, that, Build up, get yourself psyched up before game day. Yeah. As soon as the whistle goes, game change. On. Yeah. And there was, I can't remember the his first name, Jenkins, who used to be the fly half of Wales. Really great player, uh, back in the sort of 90s, really great player. He would vomit mm. hard mm-hmm. before he before game day. And then he gets on the pitch like the best guy ever.
1: Yeah, it's like Andy, and I think Andy said this, but a lot of speakers say, like the best speakers in the world. Like they're anxious, anxious, anxious at, right up until the point and then they go out on stage and they're like the ultimate on stage speaker it's ever. It's so
0: true, I would say that's true. Like I'd say I'm not anxious when I'm in a crowd but that little build up before, but I suppose it's the social anxiety thing. Yeah. I, d- I don't know, I've totally said this on the show, I think I've said this on the show before, that talk I did in uh, at a conference in, I was in, I think it was in Amsterdam, or, or brussels but i got on stage and i totally forgot what my first line was oh yeah you've told me that. i don't think you've said it on the podcast but you've told me stage you and i walked up and down and up and down stage for what i felt like was forever i bet um, until my body clicked it. But I think to everybody else, it was just this amazing dramatic pause yeah. before it started. <laughs> so I think the, I think what we're, we're discovering here is that anxiety is just, it affects everybody. Yeah. To some extent in different areas, different levels. So I suppose with that, mm. I think there's two approaches that can be taken to to combat anxiety. Um, and we started to allude to, one. Well, what, what are some ideas that you've got maybe that you, you would encourage people to use to combat anxiety?
1: Yeah, I don't necessarily know if there's any one particular thing that will stop anxiety, but living your life right and doing personal development is the key. So if you're mastering your habits, you're mastering your body, you're mastering your work, you're self-reliant, you're building confidence in the things that you're doing and you're building that belief in yourself by doing your personal development, then over time, the anxiety will go because you have that much self-worth built up that the people who you're worrying about their opinions, you just won't worry about them as much. And it will be them that's worrying about your opinion.
0: True. And I suppose it's identifying what it's it's flipping the lens. Like what if you were to look at you, what is the weakness that you're picking up on you mm. that you are magnifying that you perceive others to see? Yeah, so you could flip the lens on me uh, and I'd say that person, oh, he, he's he's pasty or he hasn't, you know, he's looking a little bit tubby today or doesn't really know what he's talking about. Like those kind of words yeah, creep in. Similar. Yeah. And, you know, I suppose one of the reasons I'm, I'm good at speaking is from a, a, a background of really struggling with dyslexia and being... Really struggling to formulate what I was trying to say yeah. and always losing an argument. Yeah. So, therefore, I put size on in the gym so I could fight my way out of the argument as opposed to argue it out. So, suppose if you flip that lens around and think, what are you seeing as the weakness mm. and go to work on it?
1: Yeah, yeah. It's funny that you used to struggle with um, communicating and writing because you're such a good. Communicator now on stage, and, and I've seen you at your events and stuff, but it's just work, I guess. Isn't it? It's just that like overnight success. Yeah. Yeah. I woke up one day and I was just fucking amazing at it. <laughs> I was born a genius. But one thing that I will say on that is everybody else is thinking about themselves as much as, if not more than you are thinking about yourself. Way
0: more than you.
1: Yeah. No so she
0: gives a shit about no, what
1: you do. No, no one cares about the things that you care about about yourself. They all have those same things that they're thinking about about themselves. So
0: Dude, funny, funny story on like worried about what you looked like. Back in Cardiff, I was I was working and I had to cover my boss. He was off uh short notice. So I had like I, I think like 120 people in that day and I was fresh. Like that was a lot of people for me. Mm-hmm. And literally on the third patient, I squatted and I ripped my trousers back to front. <laughs> yes. and, I was wear- and I was wearing sexy fucking pink underwear, dude. But we still want a Jeep. Oh me. my God. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't Friday. Uh, so I ripped back to front. And all we had was a couple of safety pins. And I had to adjust our whole morning, like 50, 60 people. And I'm just like, whatever. Yeah. Like you can see my pants, I don't give a shit. Like, For I'm that. just gonna crack on, and you eventually realize
1: no one cares. No, and like, what a great way to tackle anxiety! Like, putting yourself in that, even though you didn't mean to, in that uncomfortable day will have destroyed a lot of anxiety that you had about loads of things because you just did it and got on with it and you but can't control like, it. That's
0: like that's similar to the process of changing your body or like Ed Let talks about resetting the thermostat like mm. I did that and suddenly this whole what I thought was low was now not low the yeah. ceiling had moved up yeah and if you can sh- like force yourself into those situations mm. Like when I did the TED talk recently um God, at the practice, I saw some people shake uncontrollably, mm. and I've never seen people shake like that. They no. were so scared. Yeah, I bet. But then they rocked it on the stage, mm. and I was like, I was, I was, I was literally blown away. And it just shows that they just step into that, and suddenly they have reset their thermostat. Mm. And the same is true. You, you work on your body, like you we were talking about this morning. You are you're committing to go for it. Yeah. And like when you get to that level, you, you'll be the boss who walks into the room and be like everyone else looking at you.
1: So basically, whatever makes you uncomfortable do it just put yourself into that situation as many times as you possibly can and i like to do a worst case scenario visualization like what is the worst thing that could happen Mm -hmm. the worst possible thing that could happen in this situation run through it in your mind is it that bad probably not no and then just go at it
0: and i I suppose if you know as you listen to this be honest with yourself like what is the weakness. Mm. What is the gap that you need to fill? Yeah. And start working on it. Yeah. Stop making an excuse. If you need to get in the gym, start getting in the gym. If you need to eat right, eat right. If you need to work on your knowledge of what you're trying to share with other people, get to work. Yeah. Um, and I just wanted to add another bit because I know there's, you know, that that work that time does take work. It does take that work does take time. Yeah. But if we think about emotions for a minute and we actually take how emotions affect us in our in our brain, and we look at emotions. They they sit on this pinwheel, this circle, and all around the circle there are different emotions. And if you drew a line straight across the circle, one emotion would lead to its equal and opposite emotion. Yeah. And by nature, equal and opposite emotions cannot exist at the same time. They simply cannot exist at the same time. Mm-hmm. The equal and opposite emotion of anxiety is gratitude. Yeah. They can't exist at the same time. Like, my wife's about to give birth in two and a half months. And I swear, as soon as I hold that child, there'll be a huge state of gratitude. There is no way in that moment I could be anxious. No. And what we need then to practice is gratitude. Just like you go to the gym so you can be more athletic, so you had to run for a bus, you could run for it. uh, The gym has helped you do that. If you spend each day practicing some gratitude when those anxious times come, it's much easier for you to stop that physiological reaction, and sit in the moment and be at peace with it and move forward. It's a short term fix. Yeah. But I think it's really helpful for people.
1: Yeah, gratitude is a massive, um, a very, very powerful thing. And I've actually taken up one of your practices again recently, mate. And um, that is sending out text messages. Mm-hmm. I don't do a set amount a day. But I've recently started appreciating the people in my life and just sending them just an, uh, an, a notice of gratitude and just telling them that I appreciate them in my life and, they, and people love it. Like I've had a few from you and I just know how that changes my day. And I thought it would be really nice for me to do that for some other people and also to cement in my mind that I am really grateful for exactly where I am and what I've got in my life because it's so easy to this is slightly off topic but it's so easy to be striving all the time and to be thinking that you are trying to get all these, these next levels and these next goals but you've got to take time to be grateful for where you are and what you've got so um, and if you're living in the west then for now you've got things pretty good <laughs> well, That's a talk for another day That is a talk for um, another day Yeah
0: I enjoyed it. and I think I, I think that's really given some people to go away and I hope as you've listened today you've, you've realised that you know if if you are suffering anxiety it's extremely common yeah but it is also incumbent upon you to fill that gap yeah uh, and and change it because you can
1: yeah yeah and those insecurities that you're feeling that are making you feel anxious is your conscience telling you what you need to work on yeah so go ahead listen to that voice take action on what your conscience is telling you to work on and share the show. And we will see you in the next episode of the Align podcast. Please share this show. We are trying to make people better. We do really appreciate every single one of you watching and listening. So have an amazing day. Thank you, Tom, as always. Thanks, Lee. See you next time.